Hello, and welcome to the Matter of Drag podcast, a bi-weekly Dungeons & Dragons podcast recorded live in the same room with Rob, the Dungeon Master, Ben, playing Bernard Weissmith, the Half-Elf Warlock, Marty, playing Snake Eyes Stonefist, the Dwarven Rogue, and Mario, playing Raven Broodwing, your human cleric. We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to get in touch with us, we're at Dragcast on Twitter. We're on the web at rattleboxgames.com slash dragcast. Or our email is dragcast at rattleboxgames.com. In the meantime, let us join the boys as they go into the woods. Previously on the Matter of Drag podcast, our three heroes were waylaid by winged monsters on their way into the town of Eagle Watch. Upon their arrival in town, they met and befriended several locals on their way to reporting the attack to the High Cleric of the Cleric's College. The party agreed to help rid the town of the winged monsters known as Muiden that roost in the mountains to the west of town. Once our would-be heroes took to the road, they met their final group of townsfolk in the persons of the Baroness Brangwen Kastan, the ruler of the city of Eagle Watch and its surrounding region of Erevan, and the two armed and armored women by whom she was escorted. The Baroness gave them her blessing, some information, and some equipment to help them on their way, which is where we find them right now. Not surprisingly, we're starting with you standing in a road. Seems kind of familiar. You're standing at the crossroads, as perhaps we mentioned in the voiceover, of the western road out of Eagle Watch and a disused road leading into the woods that uh, we have reason to believe will lead to the foot of the mountain as we try to resolve the Muiden problem. Or you do. I actually caused the Muiden problem because I wrote them. So what do you do? My favorite question. Are we done camping? Well, yeah, I'm assuming we're done camping. We This is the next day. We've woken up. Yep, yep. Okay. We should, like, go in. Do a there. good job folding up your tents. You know, you got to roll them up real tight. <laughs> roll back in our backpacks. Roll for tent rolling. 20. Oh, that's... <laughs> That tent, Dude, you rolled your I tent wasted so it. well, it's literally like you've never unrolled it. There's yeah. a tent in your pocket. You just <laughs> All of you slept in this tent, but somehow you folded it. I assume that your magical overlord must have helped you fold that tent. Yeah. I'm going to do a not leaving things behind when you pack up and leave check. Mm, yeah, check for litter. Oh, I got no, a man. A four. So you guys definitely, there's some bones, um, maybe some wrappers from uh, energy Wu-Tang bars. Wu-Tang Clan. Energy bars. <laughs> All right, so old DB is there sitting inside the road. See you guys. <laughs> All right. Now, so what do you do? I'm going to start down the road with the cart. I like it. These guys can follow me if they want, or they can have their own adventure. I'm guessing Lauren is point, and then I'll be in the middle. I feel like I should always take point because yeah. you guys are kind of the glass cannons. And I'm the one who has to absorb all the damage while you guys do all the damage. Glass cannon. It's about right. An interesting um, point. Do you want to establish a walking order so that anytime you're walking, you're in that order? Or do you guys want to mix it up every time, figure it out? I think I should just always be at the front. Yeah, that's fine. And I'll be – I'm in the middle because I want people on either side of me (laughs) because I will die. Okay. If I get if we get ambushed from what? the back, just and then you're behind. Is that cool? Okay. And then Gortu is flying around up in trees. Oh, <laughs> he's just telepathically like. Wah. So we're just like single <laughs> file. He's like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, <laughs> how you doing? It's a Bernard sandwich. So I feel like if Gortu sees something, would you roll like a perception check for Gortu? You know what it is? 
He sees something. All right, now I actually have to stop you because we we've we've made an irresponsible piece of gaming Uh-oh. for most of this the second half of the last episode. You haven't named this pony to the best of my knowledge or ability to discern. Snaggletooth right. is a pony. <sighs> I vote for Snaggletooth. There's a motion on the floor for Snaggletooth. You guys can Error. suggest more names too. I just threw that out there. I have to say, Raven does not look convinced at Snaggletooth. I think you should do this, actually, in character. Okay. <laughs> what? I think the characters have to talk Yeah, the characters it. are going to So be as you're walking it. down the road, you're like, oh. how should we name this pony? There we go. We have to name a pony? Yeah, you got to give it a name. I'm sure it already has a name, but nobody told us. Right. Well, what I do mean, you think, Raven? I don't know. It's a pony. Like, whatever. Let's just spitball some names here. All right. I'm going to go with Spitball. <laughs> Spitball's good. That's disgusting. <laughs> I'm getting one. Uh, Snaggletooth. <laughs> hmm. Out of nowhere. Did Did you get that from your own mind, Bernard? Sure, yeah. Yeah. I sure did. Shifty eyes. <laughs> Maybe Ubuntu. It just sounds Ooh. like, I don't know. Like we're be united, like we're against part, the enemy. We're part of this pony, like the pony is an extension of us yes. in some way. My vote is for Princess Muffin. I like Ooh, it. Ooh, I like it's it. Adorable, <laughs> Princess Muffin. Especially if it's a male pony. Who cares? <laughs> I like Let's it. Not even check, Princess Muffin. All in favor, say aye. 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 That's fine with me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad you are good, are good with that. Gortu says it's says cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, that's true. Maybe he's <laughs> probably just talking to you. All right. So uh, you're heading down this road. You've got a wagon full of explosives. of explosives and alcohol. Nothing could go wrong there. Let's just hope we don't hit any bumps. Oh, wait. It's not like it's nitroglycerin. It isn't. No, it, but... Ooh, we should have gotten some nitroglycerin. No. <laughs> And you've got a pseudo dragon sort of flying point over there. Although I'm going to have to say this is a forest in its natural state. Yeah, he can't really uh, see. There's not much to be seen. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's hopping from like branch to branch. Yeah, he's just like I don't know. I feel like they would eat insects probably and yeah. birds, small Mice, things, small pigs, poop. Yeah, 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 yeah. All this stuff. So he's like up there on the canopy, just like grabbing some food. <laughs> Not poop. <laughs> Maybe he's just pooping. Oh, he could be pooping. Watch out for dragon poop. I don't know what that looks like. What does dragon poop look like? Is it like bird poop? It's a little bit acidic, melts through leather. Is it like, but in like in the bird poop way where it's like always liquidy? Well, what do lizards poop I don't know, like? I well, actually, dragons, have... I would imagine like dinosaurs are related to birds. So yeah, I would imagine it's very much like bird poop. And actually, uh. um, as it turns out, the poop... Of a lizard and the poop of a bird are very similar. Poop. Oh, yeah. Okay. <coughs> Where right. the pee is contained in the poop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just all the same. That was your ornithological lesson for the day. Are dragons not... Are they... They're lizards? They're probably not mammals. Huh. They don't have fur. But they might have feathers. Yeah, but that's just dinosaur stuff. What about, like... Okay, that's fine. Well, there's lizards that used to have feathers, too. Yeah. They're all related. Does anyone have... A point of inspiration. I do. You do? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he does. I, I think I used. Too. I think I used he, mine. You used yours. Yeah. So Bernard used his, but Raven has one. So I have passed to you the giganto die, which represents your point of inspiration. So we're riding through the forest, and 
time passes as time is known to do. You go for about half a day, stop at a sub shop, pick up the sandwich. Quiznos. <laughs> uh, this episode's what brought you to you by Quiznos. What you crave. Or is that how you pronounce it? I thought it was Quee, like it's Quee's nose <laughs> sub. It's actually, yeah, there's named after I his nose because he likes it. There's a nose named Quee. But it, it turns out they're named because when you you paid for your subs by, like, you know, completing a quiz. Oh. <laughs> and all the answers are no. Exactly. <laughs> and that's right. the trick to getting free subs. You just got to answer no to all of it. Yep. Which, knows, is, which is weird that they put that in the name of the it, place, how to get free subs. The last question is, do, do you, you want, want a free sub? Right. But if you put no, you don't. It's like one of those noble <laughs> It's all no's except one yes. Sacrifice that makes you live still at the end. It's like that, but oh. with subs. All right. <laughs> that's got to stay in. Oh, that's staying in. Trust me. As you're going along, never be worried, by the way, when the dungeon master goes to get dice. Just oh. never be worried. I guess you could... Your passive perception is should be on yeah, there. Right oh, 13. 13. 13. 14. 14. 14. Marty? Uh, 12. All right. All of those are higher than 9. So... I have my questions about 12, but, you know. <laughs> you guys, you just start to feel... Like a nut. Wrong. Like you're anxious. You start to feel anxious. And then you start to feel like a pronounced vibration in the ground. So what had been a vibration that was coming through your feet in an unsettling way has resolved itself into a pronounced sound that is now audible. It's a low rumbling and it's difficult in the way that bass sounds are difficult to orient. It's to uh, deduce which direction it's coming from and being in a forest does not make that easier. You guys hear that? Yeah, it's not. What is that? Hmm. I uh, touch my head and cast the mage armor. Okay, so one of you has mage armor. I touch my head and cast mage armor too, but nothing (laughs) happens. You should have gotten that string. Oh, if you'd only had that string. (laughs) Um, Can you talk with it telepathically or no? Uh, Can we wait? Can we see it? We can't see anything. You don't see anything. I was going to actually cast Detect Thoughts, and this is a long description. Okay. So I'm just going to go through it. You're so get probably comfortable, have folks. You're going to edit out some of this description. So for the duration, you can read the thoughts of certain creatures when you cast a spell as and as your action on each turn until the spell ends. You could focus your mind on any one creature that you can see within 30 feet of you. If the creature you choose has an intelligence of three or lower or doesn't speak any language, the creature is unaffected. Okay. All right. Is you, any of that relevant so far? The only thing is, as a as a level three warlock, since you can't see the thing and it relies on line of sight, well, you would, you would save the spell. I think you can actually. So okay, you can also use the spell to detect the presence of thinking creatures you can't see when you cast the spell, or as your action during the duration. You can use you can search for thoughts within thirty feet of you. The spell can penetrate barriers of two feet of rock, two inches of any metal other than lead or a thin sheet of lead blocks. What? Okay. Uh, Thin lead sheep. Yeah. 
You can't detect a creature with an intelligence of three or lower or one that doesn't speak any language. So I can kind of search as long as they're within 30 feet. Right. I'd have an intelligence above three. Is that a cantrip three. or is that a spell slot? This is a second level spell slot, so that's okay. going to be... I'm down to one. Okay. So you've cast that, and yeah. what ends up happening is you don't sense anything right. within those parameters. And I made a roll here, which is a two. Please enjoy a two uh-huh. on a an eight-sided die. And what ends up happening is I roll a die because the sound gets louder. And as it does, it resolves. And okay. Hmm. Unfortunately, the ground underneath Princess Muffin? Yes. Princess Muffin opens up and a, a sort of ghastly beast reveals itself. We just named that. Yeah, I, that was the danger of naming it. This is why we can't have nice ponies. Right? Why is it every? I was going to make Sorry. her glow pink. It's we should have named late. her Princess Muffin Top. Muffin Top. <laughs> and then she would have stayed on top of the ground instead of below it. Get old Princess Muffin Top. No, it's just <laughs> Princess Apple Bottom. <laughs> And She's her bottom, friend, bl- bottom Princess the, Boots with the bottom furs. The ground. She's bottom the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Put you six feet bottom the ground. <laughs> well, there's one of my two spell slots. Well, was it like midday or like about night? No, so it's we'll morning to... now, I think. So we just this, is, this is what you see. Uh Popping out of the ground. Yeah, and of course I didn't detect thoughts. It's an insect. Yeah, it's called... Oh, the onkeg. An onkeg. So an onkeg pops out of the ground. Uh, and this is actually one of the rare instances where I'm going to go ahead and use a monster from the monster manual. Kill it with fire! It's an option. Wait, we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> that, is a, that is a distinct possibility. All right. Um, so the onkeg has uh, latched on to Princess Muffin. And uh, is giving her the a hard the time of it. The business? <laughs> giving her the business. At least it's not business time. That's exactly what I was thinking of. <laughs> the Ankeg still got his socks on. <laughs> That's worse. <laughs> All right, so it's a, a bite attack plus five to hit. Oh, I, I think that's going to... It's going to snap her in half. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure that's what's going to happen. Actually, well, that could have been worse. Meat. She takes... Three points of damage. Oh, I hope she has more than three points of hit points. <laughs> That's its attack. You gonna do anything? Roll initiative. So, yeah, I think it's fair that he got a surprise attack. Surprise mm-hmm. attack there. Yeah. Yes, and we'll do side initiative. Nineteen. I got a five. Yeah, we're good. Boom. What side? Oh, side initiative. Yeah, and so once again, if you recall, folks, instead of uh, rolling individually for initiative. We roll side initiative. So in this case, uh, they beat me, so they will get the next attack, um, which will... Or, or maybe Isn't they the just run away. What do you player's want? Player's Handbook. Can do. Player's Handbook. And the force works. Player's Handbook. All right. So who like wants to go music first? that plays whenever somebody's looking something up in the Player's Handbook. <laughs> looking it up. That'll be my theme song then. (laughs) (laughs) Player's Handbook. Parentheses. Raven's theme. Yes. How's how's everyone in nature? 
that is a check. Um, yes. And nature is an intelligence-based mm-hmm. check. Yep. What was the question? Do I need how, to do a check? Nature, nature check? Skills. Do you want just the skill or yeah. two? Oh, I've got a one. Three. All right. I mean, this isn't a, a terribly rare creature. I think you'd all know that it is an ankeg. Ankeg. Oh, no, it's an ankeg. <laughs> so it's a boring creature that lives in they fields and forests. They are very interesting, are they? <laughs> it looks at you and, and, and is like, like, I've never heard that one before. <laughs> click, click, click. Mandible, mandible. You let Princess Muffin Top go. <laughs> Sorry, I can talk, or are you no, just, he's just uh, joking? It, that was said with its eyes. <laughs> it rolled its eyes at me. It, it cannot speak, and it has an intelligence of one. Do you guys mind if I go first in combat? Go for it. My abilities. Wait, say it, re- say it in character. Yeah. Do you guys mind if I go first in combat? <laughs> yeah, that's. Go at it. Whatever. You also Weird are question, but it's fine. Your funeral. And, and I, I, by the way, <laughs> in my mind, Princess was in front. Yeah, because she doesn't seem like she's the rideable pony type. No. We since discussed she that died. you would have yes, wounded her grievously. So it like burled up and like mm-hmm. and chomp, took a bite, but it only did three damage. Well, oh, I mean, you could be riding her. You just have to jump off. No, no, we I wasn't that because she wasn't she, she's not that. strong enough. That's oh. all. If I tried to ride her, she'd die. <laughs> so apparently, Emotionally, she's I weigh more than this thing hits for. <laughs> Don't take it personally. No, it's okay. I'm a dwarf. I'm very, uh, very dense and stocky. <laughs> dense. His dwarven molecules are just packed together. It's like the difference between a, a, a retriever and an English bulldog. The same size dog, if it's an English bulldog, is going to weigh like four times as much because they're all muscle. Dwarves, the English bulldogs of fantasy. Oh, I should ride an English bulldog. A really big one. Attack already. I'm going to attack it. (laughs) The Ankeg has actually fallen asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, your plan has worked. (laughs) Now stab it to death. I'm going to slip to the side and use a sneak attack so I can do an extra 2d6 damage on top of everything. That complies with the characteristics of the sneak attack yeah because all i have to have for sneak attack is to have advantage on the roll which i do because of assassinate advantage on attack rolls against foes who were who have not taken their turn in this round of combat okay by the way i'm going to roll 2d8 for uh princess muffins hit points four five Okay, she so she's nine. down a third of her she's hit down points. To six. So she has forty-five hit points. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you got that wrong. He has to reverse it. It's fifty-four. Oh, so she's down to fifty-one. All Sorry, right, I, didn't, I didn't carry the one. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So I'm gonna roll an attack roll. Don't fail me now. Eleven plus six is seventeen. I think that's going to be what we call in the business a hit. Let me just double check her Amy. Armor class, 14. That is a hit. So now I roll 1d6 for the damage and then also 2d6 for the sneak attack. And then 6d6 for eh, just fun. All right. So the base damage is 2 plus 4 because it's a hand axe plus my Oh, modifier. you're using your new axe. Yep. Nice. Uh, so that's 6. And then I get to roll 2 more. Uh, 4. And six, so... Sixteen? Yep. All right. Bad news? It's not dead. It's not dead. But good news, someone else gets to do something. I bet he got the point. 
Who wants to go? Is it me or you want to? Is it me? <laughs> I'm imagining you guys in just character like... are saying that. You want to go? No, I, do. I, I don't want to go. I've never attacked, but I don't know. You could do it if you want. You want to do it? You want? Yeah. I don't. I, I want to see this. All right. All right. Uh, go ahead and sting him. I'll, I'll do what I can. Do you know the pseudo dragon attacks? No. Sting counts as a melee weapon attack, so you're gonna have to fly to him. But can you do. have like a sixty feet range on that. Can do. Plus four to hit. Reach five foot. Hit is 1d4 plus 2, piercing damage. And the target must succeed on a DC 11 constitution saving throw or become poisoned for one hour. If the saving throw fails by five or more, the target falls unconscious for the same duration. Wow. Okay. Or until it takes damage from another Cool, creature. cool, cool. All so right. Well, why, don't, why don't you roll, Am I roll 1d4? Per attack. All right. Let's see. 1d4 plus 2. Oh, I have to actually roll the d20 first. Yeah, right? let's do that. So that's an 18 plus 4, so 22. That's a, that's a hit. All right. 1d4 plus 2 now. 2. So that's 4. It says DC 11 constitution saving throw. So, so it's just got to roll a constitution saving throw. What'd you roll? 20? 13. 13? All right. Well, I think you made it. All right. But still, did uh, 4 points of damage? Yep. All right. Yeah, that's not bad. Good job. You did good. <laughs> you did better than me. Probably. I would have thrown a knife and missed, so. Well, I've never seen you fight before, but oh, yeah, thanks, that's man. Tr- that's true. I'm just looking back and forth because <laughs> I can't hear this conversation no. at all. We're just like, I'm just staring at I like to think that he's talking. His out loud. Part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking out loud. <laughs> the dragon is not. He just all looks right. back. The dragon, yeah, I'm just going to, I'm going to say that, um, that Gortu flies up to maybe a height of 20 or 30 feet to a distance that seems safe. You said Gortu, and I thought you were talking about the enemy. <laughs> I was like, it flies? <laughs> no, it tunnels and flies. What can't it do? Quick, everyone, Make water. Julian fries. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that's two attacks down of the four of you, I suppose we could say. Mm. Anyone else going to attack, or are we going to just give this thing the day off? <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I completely pass. Okay, oh. all right, Bernard. But but <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, do I get to go? No, I can't go actually. Uh, if does if that the count uh, yeah, if the pseudo dragon attacks, then that's my action. Oh okay, but that's, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you weird. had the chance of putting it to sleep. Yeah, that's what that I was. I was just testing to see, like, if you could have put that thing to sleep and poisoned it, I would have been like. We're good now forever. Okay. But we're still good. Pseudo Dragon's still good. So I'm going to say that this thing appears now to be doing a little worse. It's worse for wear. Okay. Okay. Just Take it out. Well, I'm not going to do anything crazy. <laughs> I'm not going to do anything at all. Question is, what do you define as crazy? Well, you know, not in crazy raven mode yet. Oh, okay. I see. You haven't <laughs> hit Super Saiyan level Raven. Yeah. So I'm just going to cast Sacred Flame. I think that's a great idea. Can trip. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to use a spell slot. Can trip. Can do. <laughs> All right. How does that work? That is radiant damage to a creature in line of sight. Target does a dexterity saving roll. He's taking damage no matter what, right? Mm-hmm. All right. He rolls an eight. And it's dex. He has a plus zero. So it's a straight eight. How do I do that? Uh, how do you calculate your damage? Uh, how do I do the saving roll? 
I suspect that's not enough. It's, I Wait, think it's probably so your spell attack. He was no, doing a dex saving. Savings throw. He, oh, okay, against the spell attack. Uh, there's what's a your, spell DC. Yeah, your spell DC. You should have it written down somewhere. Eight plus proficiency plus your spell casting ability modifier. So it would be 14. That's your spell save DC. So what he has to save against is 14. So he didn't make it. He got hit. Okay. And your, uh, your spell attack modifier is uh, your ability modifier plus your proficiency bonus, so that would be six. Whenever you're trying to hit somebody with it and it's an attack roll as opposed to them you know, just making a saving throw, then you add six to it. I'm going to take your word for it. Hard to miss with a plus six. Three damage. Oh, it's just one D8? Mm-hmm. Okay, three. All right, so we are at 23 damage done, and there's actually one more attack. That would be Bennard. On your side. Oh, wait, no. No. No, it's the oh. it's Princess. Mm-hmm. Prince, princess Muffin Top gets an attack? Yeah. Uh, if you oh, think clop Prince, that if thing. If you think Princess Muffin is just going to take this, yeah. then you don't know Princess Muffin. She's not having this. Oh, clop it with your hooves. <laughs> He's not having this. Oh, yeah. Is it a he? Have we decided? I don't know. All right. Um, I think it's great that he's a he and he's Princess Muffin. He's part of it. Uh you know, yeah, this whole binary thing. It's a trap. Yeah, I know, right? It's a trap. It's a trap. All right, so a hoof attack, 17. That's a hit. Good job. Uh, that's a 1d6. I'd be surprised sorry, if you'd missed. 1d3. I sit down in the cart and start golf clapping. <laughs> right. One damage. Well, Mom, I mean, she can be killed by a dwarf sitting on her, so she's not that strong. I, I want to point out uh, that. Uh, Bernard, that is one more damage than you personally did. Well, okay. And she's a pony. Right. <laughs> He's right. a pony. What? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you what's happening. What's happening is um, you have, fortunately for the pony, distracted and upset the hideous beast. Less fortunately for you, the hideous beast is going to attack. Bring um, it on. Uh, and the... It gives you another look, one of those knowing looks with its its soulful eyes. And it's as if to say, consider it brought. <laughs> oh, it's already brought. Okay, I rolled a 16. Who's he attacking? Well, here's the thing. I'd say since you're on an old path through a forest, you're standing in a line. Everyone. Oh. Acid spray is the name of this particular oh, attack. 30 feet long, 5 feet wide. I'm going to say that it's, it's doing this. And, oh, I apologize. Uh, I rolled, but it's really you who needed to roll. Oh, okay. Uh, What's the DC? 13. For what? Dexterity challenge. Okay. All right. We, we got this. Yes. What'd we you, got What'd this. you get? I rolled a 17 plus my dex bonus is 3, <sighs> so 20. I rolled a 10 plus what'd 0. <laughs> 0. And? What did, uh, what'd you do, Raven? I rolled an 18. Plus your dex bonus. Uh, Plus two. He flips out of the way. And let's see. Princess? Nice. Yeah, go for it. 16. Let's see. Let me check her stats. Let me check her stats again uh, to see. Yeah, yeah. She clears this. So, Bernard, are you the only one who got hit by this? Yeah. All right. Um, All right. Here's the bad news. 3d6. Three, four. Oh, God. One, which eight? to my way of thinking is eight. So you take eight. Uh-huh. We each take four. 
Exactly. Princess Muffin is not doing great. She's down to two HP. But neither is the Ankeg. That's true. With that, why are you hiding your laugh? Laughing's good, man. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Even if it's at. Hey, you might get to play Grimble a lot sooner (laughs) than you thought. I'm fine. I'll be be fine. No, I'm laughing because Lauren and I, we obviously dodged or, like, got our saving roll. And even poor Princess Muffin, like, limped out of the way. <laughs> Look, I don't pay attention very much. Ben wasn't even anywhere close and it's still in got the middle. Hit. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. He's like, what? So yeah, what are we going to do? Can I give you some DM advice? Yeah. yeah. Don't have it attack again. Yeah. No, I, I, it's, t- it's about time to kill this thing. Yeah, could you kill this? I'm going to attack again with another sneak attack because it's the next round and it hasn't gone. Okay, fair enough. Oh my God. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let clomp, me count. Clomp, clomp. That's plus six, so nine. Yes, that's right. Nine. There is nine chance. That... Oh, wait a minute. I have advantage. I get to roll twice. Okay. Uh, you, you need it because. Oh my God. <laughs> Did you just make it an eight from a nine? I got a two. Yeah. Yeah, I made it an eight. Yeah. Well, I missed. So does that negate the whole attack? Yeah, I just missed it. Okay. I biffed it. All right. Who's next? I'm not going yet. All right. You don't want to go yet? You go. Ultra to blast this I'm going to get a chance. Yeah, I'm going to. That's what I'm thinking. Mm. Light him up. All right. I'll do another sacred flame then. All right. That's a four. I'm going to say that is a not successful. Thank God. Two? Two damage. Okay. Better than me. Okay. Is he still alive? Yeah. All right. I'm going to Eldritch Blast, I guess. And this is a uh, ranged attack. That is 14. Um, that is an interesting question. Well, I so found what? his AC. <laughs> uh, oh, were you looking for it? No. His AC is 14. How does that work? Does it go to the defender oh you have to meet it or get above it so you so hit. that hits so yeah hit. oh, that's okay good. cool all right i just looked this good. up the other day when i was running a game make hurting happen all right this is a 1d10 force damage how are you serious it's that a one, one? that's that a one a horrible one just one just a one he he looks at you as if to say oh my god really is what the clown said true <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> but he doesn't say that I don't remember. That jerk. I, I think that you were having some serious problem with your elder yeah. with the clouds. This is why I don't want to go. It happens <laughs> to the best of us. Okay. Is that all of your attacks? Except, I'm sorry, Pony. Princess Muffin. Come on. Uh, oh, light um, him up, Princess Muffin Top. Sadly, a, a six. Does not hit. Does not hit. All right. Another attack. This is a bite attack against Princess Muffin. Yeah. So Looks sorry. like we'll be having horse meat for <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> One second. Let me let me see what I can, I can make do. Some jerky. Oh, <laughs> it's a twenty-three. Ooh. Which is a hit. It's a seventeen plus oh, five okay. is a twenty-three, which is a hit. Nah, it's a twenty-two. And that's true. Uh, it's as good as a not like it matters. <laughs> and the damage <laughs> Five and a one is a six. <sighs> Wait a minute. You can heal Princess Muffin because she doesn't die when she hits zero. Right. She just gets knocked she out. Is, she's at zero. 
She said zero. Um, so she's out cold right now. She's in. She's definitely in a bad way. Oh yeah. So is it <clears throat> if we end the battle before she dies? Dies then she. If she gains consciousness, um, or he, we can you, take some steps. We have the chance to then you can heal her. Shoot, you could heal her on the next round if you want. That'd like be him. weird considering or I'm him. almost dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, but you can't pony. pull the cart. <laughs> she was All pure right. and good. Attack number three. 19. Boom. Plus six is 25. Yes, that is a hit. All righty. Now we roll a d6 three times. Five plus four is nine. Ten. Sixteen points damage. That's the same exact as the first time. Oh. Lauren is finally earning his keep. Lauren's the superstar of this fight. As he's slashing, he's like, not my princess muffin top! (laughs) (laughs) And this actually, not by much, but... It is at zero, so it is not attacking. And I guess if we're being technical, it's combat dead. stopped. Can I, I want to point something. Old cup to grace. Well, what I was going <laughs> to say is, first we have to check with the cleric. You could choose to heal Princess Muffin or the Ankeg right now, <clears throat> either or both. <laughs> well, but not Ben. What? <laughs> or Ben. Or, or Ben. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you mean stabilize it? Yeah, if you want. Oh. Well, obviously I'm going to stabilize the Ankeg. <laughs> <laughs> What do you say to that, Larn? What's Larn's response to this situation? Oh, I was going to cut its throat anyway. Yeah, we're just... So regardless of if you stabilize <laughs> it, I'm still going to walk over and slit its throat while yeah, it's just... out. Does this thing have anything that I can put in bottles, etc.? <laughs> Probably blood. Gore? You gore. Think that's... How do you feel about gore? Oh, right. I'm going to well, rip some insect. plates off and uh, strap them say... to my armor. That's a pretty sweet exoskeleton. Right? Ooh. <laughs> I think we might have to pile that onto Let's the cart. It. Thank God we're, yeah. we could save Princess Muffin Top because I don't want to push this cart. Yeah. It's going to be heavy. Let's put some. We're going to take off some of the. the yeah, I'm going to pull some of the, right. some of the chitin off. All right. That's All what right. we do. Great. You grab some of the. Carapace. More, yeah, more sort of undamaged and defined pieces. And its mandibles there. and its claws. You have dispatched this loathsome beast. Does it have anything we can loot? <laughs> Probably not. Check its purse. Yeah. It has a picture <laughs> of its family. Yes. Oh, yes. no. It's now it, we know who to hunt down before it, they can search us out for revenge. It has a grub in college. Not anymore. Because <laughs> nobody's paying that bill. Oh, oh man. Oh, 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 oh. All right. And, and I guess that got dark. <laughs> Reality crept in. Uh, this brings me back to a moment. This is a patented uh, matter of drag sidebar. When I was a kid, we never played with food. So the excuse was always that we'd eat whatever we killed. Gross. Yeah. yeah. So we're eating this thing? Anyway. No, I'm not oh, eating that. Gortu is, I think. If there's, I mean, Gortu might. I don't know what he wants to eat. There's a monster he, manual somewhere around here. You could just yeah, look him up. But yeah. no, no. Like, anyway. Nah. All right, we're good. Yeah. Maybe uh, he's a vegetarian. He's a vegan. You oh. guys you guys had plenty of food on the cart, which okay. is still intact. Yeah. I guess, quick question. Are you going to do anything to help Princess Muffin or... Or uh, I, I was going to say Princess Bernard, but <laughs> Princess the wounded Bernard. Um, well, I mean, it's the end of the fight, so... Do you have any healing cantrips? Oh, no. You know what? Actually, the other thing we can do. Can you stabilize? Yeah, I could, I could stabilize. 
How, is that a spell or a cantrip? Cantrip. So I can stabilize. Well, it's called spare the dying. All right. Let's. So I can stabilize Princess Muffin. I assume it says creature or beast. I assume it doesn't say person. Yeah, creature. Yeah, I will definitely allow you to to do that if you'd like. And then, I don't know if we've ever done a short rest, but during a short rest, you regain the use of abilities, features, and resources that are refreshed by taking a short rest. That's deep. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) And you can use one of your hit dice. To heal? Yeah, plus your constitution modifier. Okay, is that what we're doing? I just get my spells back, too. Oh, do you? Yeah, warlocks only need a short rest for their spells. All right, then do you guys want to take a short rest? Yeah. I think you should. And and let's have uh, Princess Muffin roll for her uh, hit dice here. Her constitution modifier looks like it's a zero. Five. So she's back up to five. I'm at 15. Of course. I healed eight HP. We, oh, yeah. You do, did take did you want some? Oh, yeah. I can take. Can you give me? Can, no. 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 Okay. no. That's not how that works, but. He's just curious. Did you even get hit? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he took half damage from oh, the, right, right, the right. acid spray. It singed my armor. Larn? Healing. Did you want to do any healing, or are you, you going to let it ride? Mm, I'm I mean, going to let it ride and save it for the next time. Okay, all right. Then you're going to press on. Like a nail. <laughs> all right, Lee. <laughs> you keep uh, following this trail, and... Uh, there are a couple times where you sort of feel a rumble again, but it never resolves to anything. You sort of uh, stop and, and uh, you know, check things out, get prepare yourself, but nothing ever comes of it. And as the day is ending, oh, geez, McCree, I never thought of this. Boy, it is probably pretty dark here because the sun sets in the west here. And there's a big mountain directly west of you, which is taking up more and more of the visible sky in front of you uh, as the day goes on. And you're walking through a forest. So all of these combine so that whereas you can still see if you turn around and look behind you through the holes in the trees, you can see that the sun has not come terribly close to setting. It's just not very bright where you are. You're not very bright. So I don't know if there's anything you want to do about that. Yes. Oh, okay. What would you like to do about that? I would like to cast light. Nice. Cantrip? Cantrip. Cantrip. Uh, All right. What should I make glow? I don't know. The pony? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Pony's glowy. Princess. What color? Pink, I guess. Pink it is. Can you do that? Yes. I can choose the color. Oh, nice. Nice. Uh, which really and it's a are, twenty foot radius. We are conspicuous. <laughs> <laughs> um, An Anghei <laughs> just it's pokes bright. its head up from from off to the side and says, "Jeez, guys, <laughs> can you keep it a little classy here? We're trying to have a forest." Um, with In that same instance, yeah. I change my eyes to cat eyes. <laughs> it just because it dives back under. Terribly afraid. I don't know if you knew this. They're terrified of cats. That's all. Good. That's all we had to do. Yes. Meow at oh, it. Oh gosh. Yeah. If <laughs> you'd meow, just meowing. it would have had a heart attack. <laughs> Died immediately. <laughs> so, um, you were you were informed that the cliff face on this side is steep, and that was no lie because 
actually you, you get to the point where the trees start to thin out a little and um if you didn't know better you could almost believe that this space was clear of trees at one point but it is not so now and you see in front of you in the distance the conical roof of a stone tower in the distance there as you're still going down the path so it's just a tower in the middle of nowhere it's far enough it's hard to get a good look if you had to guess you'd say it's very near the cliff wall so hmm. how do we do we just want to go to that hey uh do you want me to fly up and take yeah, a look yeah 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 yeah, yeah. go do that gotcha gortu flies up above the trees and takes a look and he's like hey you know what hmm there's a stone tower over there that's near the base of the mountain. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Can yeah. you go fly? Wait, you're flying towards that, right? That's what we discussed. Well, I was just going to take a look, but you, do you want me to fly over there? Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. Because then is there like, is, okay, so here's the question. Mm-hmm. Is there a door at the bottom of that? So he, uh, he's gone for a bit. Okay. And I know that you've got a weird set of sort of overlapping effects in your relationship with Gortu, especially as it comes to communication Mm -hmm. at a distance. So is it the case that he could be like a million miles away and you could still talk to him? It's like a live feed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I I can perceive through him because of this uh, invocation. So I can just, I'm basically, I can perceive through him and also I can speak out of his mouth even if he can't speak to other things i could just so if, if we runs into like a mailman and the mailman's like who are you I, i'll just be like i'm bernard what's he, up he looks he, <laughs> he just opens his mouth and it's like a voice comes out he looks down he's like a speaker he sees an angheg carrying a mailbag uh in the woods underneath him as he's flying toward the tower i'm imagining out of out of gortu's mouth it just dives underground yes dives, just positively terrified hey it worked guys <laughs> they have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> they just hear me meow and then say, hey, it worked. <laughs> have you ever seen a pony roll its eyes? No. Uh, well, if you'd been looking. Oh. Uh, the tower that we're dealing with is, once we get Gortu close enough, if you had to estimate more than 100 meters tall and probably about 20 meters wide okay at its base and it doesn't taper much and at the top there's a a gallery around what would appear to be the top level and there are many levels to it and it is indeed sort of right next to the cliff wall there it's made of uh carved stone uh set in mortar which you can only barely tell because there is quite a bit of uh, vine growth on the exterior of this building but uh, you notice that there is, you were talking about a door. There's very easily discernibly a door. And in a way that is not uncommon for a tower of this sort, the door is about uh, 15 to 20 feet off the ground. Here's the thing. They didn't build foundations back then. Right. And if you built a door in the base, the structure wouldn't be sound and they would fall over. So this is literally how these towers would be built. Huh. Now, are there stairs... Well, here's the thing. Turns out that the vines and the stones are opaque, so we can't tell. But at the base, there is not only the opening for a door, there is a door. And the door is of a dark wood abandoned in iron. Huh. Okay. No, but I meant are there stairs on the outside? 
there that are lead no, to the There door. are no stairs on the outside. Oh, well, all right. Let's keep moving, guys. Are we going to the ca- – we're not going to that? <laughs> I've, you know. All right, so there's a thing. There's a thing. It's got a door. It's really high up for some reason. I don't understand architecture. And then there's no <laughs> stairs to that. But how do you know you're a realtor? Oh, I'm not an architecture guy. I don't sell castle things. <laughs> I sell houses. Okay. And propane accessories. <laughs> not really. Uh, yeah. So are we going there? I think we got one no. One maybe. Yeah, I don't know. All right, two maybes and a no is a no, so we're just not going to go. All right, you can All come right. back now. Go All right. Two. Yeah, I got you. 10-4, good buddy. Uh, and, and he flies back, and he sort of catches up with you. So you're just continuing down the road? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. Would it surprise you to know that when you get to the end of the road, guess what you see in front of you? Is it the castle? Oh, my. There's well. a big tower, a stone tower in front of you. You guys sure you don't want to go to this tower? <laughs> All roads lead to nothing. Now, there's actually a couple things going on here. As you begin to get a view, you see the tower standing in front of you. It had sort of passed out of your ability to see it um, as you got closer to it in the forest. It was harder to see. As you move closer, you see there's a clearing at the base. And in the clearing, there are uh, four figures. And... Around these four figures, there's some visible disturbance in the air. Hmm. How far are they away? That sort of depends on how close you get to them. Oh, okay. <laughs> how, how close are we at the moment? All right. When you can first see that they're there, you're pretty close. I mean, you're within, I'm going to say, 40 yards. Okay. Have they noticed us? They make no sign of noticing you. We can't see, like, which direction they're facing or what they're doing, really. They're just dark figures. They're, like, 120 feet away. Yeah, they're pretty far. Okay. And it's Let's dark. Go. Let's just get out of here. Oh, man. We could come back in the daytime. <laughs> it's kind of day. Right. By now, it's definitely evening. Okay. And it isn't pitch black, but it's dark. Huh. When the sun goes behind the mountains in the woods, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's dark. Yeah. Okay, well, so it's up we're to you. just whatever you want to do. What do you guys think? Can you talk to him? Um, I feel like you I could, could see him, right? I could try. Do you have to be 30 feet for that? I think so. So, why don't I mean, we could also just yell at them. That'd be about the same. You want to do it? We just like, yell? Not really, but I guess that's what we got to do. <laughs> but if you if you telepathically talk to one of them, then oh, I feel like they're going to s- figure it out. Okay. Um, so I hear three basic solutions. One, yell at them. Yes. Two, get close enough to use a psychic communication. Three, wait till the morning. What do you choose? Is it me? Any one of you. I mean, all of you. All right. I guess any, first, one, like, if any one of you does a thing, all that right. thing will happen. Hmm. All right. Let me think about my character. Exactly. What my character do? Yeah, but the rogue doesn't want to do it. Okay. I guess I'll sneak up. You don't have to. I swear <laughs> to God. Well, we can talk. We can telepathically communicate, I feel like. Or you can feet. sneak, and then I'll have Gortu, who I'm leaning heavily on this episode, okay. have him go the other direction. Just be like, all right, you're black and red. This works. It's It's dark. <laughs> Stay in the shadows, etc. Yeah, wait, why don't we send Gortu over there to spy on him? 
I mean, yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's Why don't right. you I just don't want him to get hurt. Over and well, he's he can fly. What are they gonna do to him? What if they're all right? It's fine. Go, go do that, please. Boy, you know, I'm gonna get you second day some presents, second. man. Like, yeah, I get it. Mm. I get it. You are. We're here. just in the woods. What am I going to get Look, you? We... Can I point out one thing? Yeah. As, as he starts to fly away, you know, I'm in the woods too. Right. And he flies over there. And so what he sees, and, and I guess how far do you have to be to see what he sees? It's at uh, all times. Okay. All right. That's, that's <laughs> I, crazy. So yeah, you're well, in two let, places. Do you need me to, yeah, do you need me to check? No, I mean. Because I'll check real quick. You but can. I'm, but, I'm pretty sure it's but, like at all times, as long as he's on the same existence. Is the same plane of existence as me? I can perceive through him. All right. Talk yeah, I him. think he's not perceiving through his own eyes, though, yeah. at that point. All right. Um, so I assume that they maybe write rude things on your forehead or yeah. sign right. on your Come back. back. Like, yeah, I don't know what, the, what they're doing. Um, I just sit down. All right. Uh, what happens is he gets close enough to see clearly, if dimly, that there are, in fact, four people there. And I guess you're seeing this. So what you see, you totally recognize this as men from the city guard of Eagle Watch. You remember that uniform uh, because that's who came and took all the, the wonderful loot away with the bodies of the clowns. Oh, God, it's those people. Uh, and I say, yeah, they, again, I'm just like whispering it. So they're there. And... Like, how closely do you want Cortu to... Not too closely. I feel like I get it that those are those people. Here's the thing. I mean, okay. They're standing, and it is difficult to tell exactly what's going on. There is something going on, and around them there's a disturbance. Does he have any sort of night vision? Oh, yeah. He's got... let Let me get it to load. He's got blind sight, 10 feet, dark vision, 60 feet. And then also he has advantage on perception that rely on sight hearing or smell yeah so what he sees is oh, he's stealth plus four as well okay Uh, it turns out these guys are severely distracted by the fact that it takes you a while to figure out what's going on but what's going on is they're standing there and you look at them and they are in an advanced state of decay so so there are several steps in the process of decomposition. Have their stomachs exploded yet? Uh, they're actually past that. Oh, God. So they are in, if you want to get technical, stage six, dry decay, is what we would say. You just can tell that they've probably been out there for the better part of two months if they look that dead. Okay. As you're watching, though, they're unchanging, except, you know, the, the sort of the look... When there's a hot thing between you and something else, uh-huh. that's sort of what the air looks like, sort of heat waves dis- disrupting it. Just around them, it's very localized. Okay. And as you watch, their bodies start to gain moisture, uh-huh. and and you see sort of basically what's happening. I won't go into too many details because we just ate. They start reverse. Ooh decaying so it's actually probably it's considerably worse to look at the stages of putrefication that they've gone through are some of the grosser ones so i mean there are there are grubs there are fluids involved but it's it's like you're rewinding the tape a time-lapse tape 
of their putrefaction. Yeah. And actually, the thing is, it gets back to a point where, all right, please, I just rolled a 20. Uh-huh. That is a yep. 17. One of their eyes, the captain, turns to Gortu. Okay, okay. All right. And then I'm just, I tell him to get the hell out of there. And there's a look on his face of the number of emotions that are expressed in that moment. Uh, you can fly fear, wherever you sadness, want now. Just leave. Uh, you can leave. Terror. And then the process starts to begin again. Oh, he starts God. putrefying at an incredible rate. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. What, so what do you, do you fly off? Do you stay? Or did you say I'm going to have him fly off. And he flies off. Um, all right. So I don't really know what's going on over there. It's pretty gross. <laughs> I don't know that they're in any shape to fight. So... It's hot over there, and they keep on decaying and restoring. Yeah, that's it. How'd you know that? You're pretty good at this. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> we'll, Sorry. We'll assume. What was going on? Yeah, so it's, uh, I don't know if it's hot or what's going on, but they, there's some kind of weird magic thing. Yeah, as there. a warlock. It's like a temporal, can... some mm-hmm. temporal stuff, man. As a warlock, you, deep. Can, you can tell that. That's, that the, the disturbance in the air is clearly the result of some field of magic yeah let's not walk over there i don't want to know what happens uh so i we could just stay here or or like go into the castle i don't know man it's weird that they're just standing there though it's like they're there for a reason but i don't know what we're supposed to do do you guys remember why they're there no (gasps) yes i do they were sent there to investigate and they've never shown back oh crap where what are they standing in front of they're the, just standing yeah, the tower, or they're just standing they're just standing there. like Not, in a fieldish sort of, yeah. type of thing. So, and like, there's a sort of semicircular, rough clearing. And when I say clearing, it's not like it's a green on a a golf course. There are many fewer trees, and and the brush is low. But there they are, uh, not too far from the tower. And at this point, there's not enough light for you to even be able to see them anymore except maybe does anyone have night vision is um, it half elf do we have a half elf in the i'm house? a half elf i have dark vision dark vision. so yeah. you guys might be able to still yeah. make out the fact that they're there but uh you probably can't see too much detail at that distance nah, just as long as they don't start walking towards us i think we're okay how many of them are there four. Oh. yeah and they're clearly wearing uh, even more clearly once the uh, putrefaction had reversed itself and they were wearing the unsullied uniforms. So it was three guardsmen and a captain. Okay, mm. this isn't good. I... Where are we standing at? Are we over by the tower? Yeah, we're by the tower. Well, you're here. I would like to climb the tower to the door. <laughs> did she send four? No. She did. Okay, good, because if there were more of these guys, ugh, that would not be good. What? I'm freaked out, I, I got to admit. I'm a freaked out. I'm drawing an right excellent now. diagram here to show that you're sort of down the trail. Uh, the poor guys are over here in the tower. So the tower's to the right in the clearing. The four guards are to the left, oh. and you're 40 yards up. So we'd have to pass them to get to the tower, unless I went through the woods and looped around. Mm. Yeah. Can I do that? Sure. All right, cool. But I'm going to do that. What's okay. going on? You're just leaving? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to the tower. Oh, well, I'll follow you. I don't want to be anywhere. I don't want to be alone right now. 
Oh. Gore, 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 too. Just uh, I'll have him just like he's come gone. Back to he my went show. back to town. He's yeah, like, that's you know, fine. He can leave. I yeah. If I need him, I'll call him. It just take a while. All right. So he he. You had I him. think he left. I was just like, get away from that. You can go wherever you want. Okay. All right. We'll give so him a break. He's go at, find some food. He's at a distance. Chill out. Yeah. He's having some me time. Yeah. A little we've got dragon on spa. Him. A little mush. All right. So your plan is to flank the tower. Yes. Uh, skirt the clearing to the whatever extent you can. Yes. Okay. We've established that there are a lot of Ankeg in these woods. You kept seeing Ankeg no. all, all over. <laughs> all just all... You hear just you hear like thirty. <laughs> okay. We just keep meowing. Everybody meow. <laughs> it is interesting how there there are no cats, just no cats, and we said there aren't many dogs in the town. Mm. <laughs> interesting, very interesting. I don't know what deep truth this is going to end up revealing. Mm. All right, so you um you carry on, and sure, it doesn't take long. You reach the the edge of the clearing safely. I'll I'll even let you stop at the edge of the clearing and. Take a look. Okay. Take a look around. It is night. So, Raven, I guess one thing. I assume there's a glowing pink pony Somewhere by himself in the over woods. on the path. Got a because, distraction. Because, oh, poor Princess Muffin. Wait a minute. You guys just what can't. I thinking? We could have just killed those guards with some explosives. I don't know, man. There's oh. some weird, like, necromancy. That doesn't, you know, killing dead things is hard. <laughs> Uh, I feel like who <laughs> deals with killing dead things? <laughs> um, Can't anyway. see it, but I'm staring at Raven. <laughs> so, am I right that Princess uh, Muffin and the cart are back on the path? Because there's no way you're taking no. Uh, there's no way you could get that cart through the yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Just on the path. Uh, I assume maybe tie tie him off, give him some food, unlight fine. him, unlight him, <laughs> dispel it. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Put that out. He is instantly eaten by Hongkai. Just, just swarms of Hongkai. Oh, man. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not. Because I love him more than I love you. Um, uh, anyway, so you get to the clearing, and basically now you're just seeing the same thing, except there's a tower here, and the guy's there. And definitely the two night-visioned adventurers, uh, Bernard and Larn, can see that this process keeps playing itself out. And... It goes from a few moments of being in one state, so not dead, through decay, to a few moments of being at that full state of decay, mm-hmm. and then back. So it just keeps going yes. like that. And the tower is just there. Like I said, the door to the tower, it's 15, 20 feet off the ground. We're just going to climb it? Yeah, I just looked up the rules for climbing. So we're not going to go and mess with these guys at all i mean if not you want to mess with them i i not... figure whatever's doing this to them is inside the tower so yeah bypass them and go inside the tower are there any open windows on the tower interesting question there aren't windows per se what there are and you guys would know this they're like arrow slits but they have a cross shape uh and the reason they have a cross shape you happen to know is in case the people inside want to use a crossbow Mm-hmm. The crossbow compliant arrow slits. But they're not that big. It's not like you could see anything in there through them. Not like you could climb through them. I mean, I feel bad again, but Larn, he's beefy. He right. definitely couldn't fit through. Oh, yeah, no, no, that's fine. 
I just wanted to know if there were open windows. No, no, no. There are there are slits, and they are they are not open enough for you to go through. All right. Well, I'm going to climb up to the door. Climbing is basically half movement speed. Okay. It's not slippery dangerous. or anything, right? Yeah. Okay. It's you know, and, and it's stone, so there's handholds. You know what? Uh, as you get there, and as a dwarf, although you're a hill dwarf, if I remember. Yes. Hill dwarf. So it's not like you're one of those mountain dwarves where you know stone is oh we know stone in too. your blood though i mean you're like psh, city folk basically uh dwarven city We're folk hillbillies <laughs> you can tell that this is a very old b very nicely constructed and c since you know that no one's inhabited this area for generations it's in a shockingly good condition the repair of this tower that you're climbing is uh excellent so i i assume in that's a weird thing dungeons and dragons so dungeons and dragons is telling me that marty can climb this tower yeah that uh that 15 feet per second lauren can (laughs) climb this tower uh 12 and a half feet that's a lot of feet per second so in six i think it's actually 12 and a half feet every 10 seconds oh right right well six per round right Yeah. yeah So uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, even if you <laughs> fell off, you could just climb again, but you don't. You get up there, and there's, uh, mercifully, there is a approximately three foot by five foot platform oh, nice. outside the door. So you don't have to sort of <laughs> cling like uh, Garfield to the windscreen of a car. All right. I want to uh, inspect the door and see if it's locked. Well, check for traps. I can open the door for you, or I could try to. All right. How sure. Um, let me check for traps first, and then we'll do that. Do you want to roll? Yeah. Is that a roll, I assume? Um, the check. Or is it just... which one that is. Probably. No, I don't know. The door got a 13. <laughs> it attacks. <laughs> <laughs> it misses. It just falls on you, them. You get a, a wicked bad splinter. <laughs> it missed, because my AC... <laughs> Oh no! You get, you get a super wicked bad, uh, with a successful attack with a oh, unsuccessful. Half, yeah, you get, you get just half a wicked bad. Uh, so it's a perception check to check for right. traps, and I have a plus two to that, so ten. Uh, there are no visible traps. All right. There is though, and I think uh, I should just show you, but I'm not going to. Oh, you guys way. can come over here and climb too. I mean, there's a big yeah. I was going to climb platform that you could fit. There's a large metal emblem, like big, on the door, and it's this. Which, uh, to us, that's hard to read, and to people who are listening to a podcast, the fact that I'm referring to something we're looking at is exasperating. It's like a bird with an eyeball. It is a heraldic eagle, with its wings spread, and instead of a head, it has an eye. Eagle watch. The devil, you say? <laughs> so, and that's that's what's on the door. All right. And the door, another thing about the door, like I said that the tower was in good shape. I feel bad. I feel like I'm picking on Larn here. No, that's fine. But, um, Larn, your door at home, you're looking at this and you're thinking, and they can't see it, so we don't know about them. But uh, you're thinking, gosh, my door at home is nowhere as clean as this. This door is in excellent both repair and state of cleanliness. Yeah. Because you would think, I mean, like I said, it's bound with iron 
if, no if you have no rust, mm. uh, a nice patina, but you would think after generations, it could be 60, it could be 100, it could be knowledge of this tower has clearly passed out of the minds of anyone mm-hmm. in Eagle Watch. And yet this door looks top notch. Huh. Well, Warren is a little bit paranoid, so I want to actually check for traps again. Sure. Yeah, I'll let you do that. Okay. <laughs> Rolled a one, which means I didn't find anything, uh, even if there yeah. was something there. But how about this? You didn't set anything off either. Yeah, I mean, I was just looking. So, so this door, uh, by the way, is about 10 feet tall. It's probably easily five feet wide, and it would appear to swing in. Okay, good. Because <laughs> yeah. if it swung outward, <laughs> now I'm going to be just hanging on to the door. Right off. All right, I'm coming out. I'm <laughs> getting bored down here. Okay. Um, you guys check are it you out? able to detect magic or anything? I don't think I have that. I don't know if I warlocks don't... have that at all. All right. Well, I then... could. There's oh, an invocation they do. They do. for they do. it that I Well, can then while it. they're coming up, I want to try the lock. And if it's locked, I want to pick the lock. If it's not locked, Interestingly, I want to open the door. It's not locked, and you're totally able to open the door. All right. Then I'm going to open the door. Step right in. Let me point this out. I think at this point, we're flirting with you being within range of the four guards within 30 feet. So, just saying. 30 feet of... Wait, wait, wait. 30 feet of what? Your mind spell The guards. Thing. Oh, yeah. So. Told you you should try to talk to him. Yeah. I get up there and I sit on the... Now that I'm up here. I sit on the little thing mm-hmm. and uh, I try to talk to the captain. Like, <laughs> hello? So... Here's the deal. The the cycle, you don't have a wristwatch. Yeah. And I don't think back in the oldie times, we were terribly worried about seconds or right. minutes. But what you know is it it's doesn't a... take a huge amount of time for this cycle to happen. Uh-huh. And so there's a certain point where the eyes wake up. And at that point, you're able to connect with him. Okay. Until then, he had no language. Right. But then he does. Yeah. And I think you probably have to start because right. of the nature of this. Uh, hello. No. There's, what there's, the there's, what's there's, that, man? This is weird. <laughs> I guess there's sort of a chaos of oh. like sadness and terror. Like he just choked, screaming. Choked, like, but he, you can sense this. I mean, normally you wouldn't even be able to sense this, but I mean, even maybe just in the sort of, uh, sub linguistic vocalizations that he's attempting to create. Mm. Um, he, he uh, eventually gets his, his stuff together and turns your greeting. And so he's like, hey, what's, hello, what's going on? What's the last thing you remember as quickly as you can say it? So what he expresses to you is that, and then you have to wait. And oh, God. Comes back. Oh, man, then, that's really loud. Uh, so, God, that like, sucks. you're in his mind as he dies. Yeah, great. And then he's gone, and then he comes back. And what <laughs> what he explains is that he has been here he doesn't know how long. Like he's lost. This is he's uh, he's in something worse than anything he could ever think of for a hell, uh, and that he was sent by the countess to, and then he dies. Oh my God! See, I knew all that. I asked him. He told me things I already knew. God, oh God, it's awful to hear that. And it Ugh. cycles back, and uh, <laughs> what you find out is that they come to this tower down the path. Oh guys. and yeah. They were sort of investigating when an old man, probably, and he dies. Oh, man. Okay, we're getting there. (laughs) Guys, we're getting there. 
Uh, and he uh, uh, comes back so, after a while. So uh, and so old, terrible. Old man came. Should we take a nap? Okay, keep going. <laughs> and and they informed him that they had to bring him back so that the countess could ask him any questions that she had for him. And because it's weird that we're, there would be any human in this forest. And then he dies. Yeah. And then right. cycles okay. through. Comes it's back getting easier to, to deal life. with this. And he says, uh, as soon as they informed him of that, he reached into a pouch and pulled out some sand, made a, a motion, said something, and that's when this began. And since then, this has been their existence. Ooh, okay. Uh, well, uh, um, well, you... Then he dies. And yeah. <laughs> he fades and then he comes back. All right. Well, would you rather just be dead? I'm guessing you'd rather <laughs> just be dead, right? Oh, yeah. I have an idea. So it was a magical, but it they were put in that state purposefully by this old man. Yeah. That's who, what I understand. Who was not interested in going into the eagle lodge. Right. Who was not interested in talking to uh, Countess Bregman. Okay. I have an idea so, for yeah, you. Yes or no, would you rather just be dead? I would anything. Okay. All right. Anything. That's all I need. I'm going to have and to go. please spare my, and if you can only save, if, if one of us has to live in this, make it me, save my men. But end this. Okay. All right. All right. So do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna go back and be fill like, fill in these okay. guys. All right. That's. Can I just not do anything for a while? All right. So, according to that Take guy, a five. yeah, according to that dude, uh, there's an old dude somewhere around here, and do not tell him he has to go anywhere. It doesn't <laughs> end well. Let's just try to leave that guy alone. If you see an old man, kill him. No. Don't try to kill him. I feel like he will loop kill you. <laughs> you can see it does not look good. Just I feel like be nice to the guy. We got to figure that out. If you see an old man, try to run. Don't let any sand touch you. Uh, uh, well, just don't don't say that he has to go anywhere. Uh, also, they want to be dead. Um, the, they saw this old guy. They told him that that one woman that gave me this cool thing, and I make my shield come out, hang loose. Wanted to see this old guy, and the old guy took out a bag of sand and like flung it at him, and then they just started dying and not dying all over again. It's terrible. I can see that he's freaking out. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna grab his shoulder and I'm gonna slap him. So <laughs> get a hold of yourself. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Take some pride in yourself, man. <laughs> all right. I think. Uh... Uh, should we roll for damage or? No, I didn't slap him. No, oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't want to knock him off the platform. <laughs> I'm going to pull him inside the door. He falls, he lands on his head, he's dead. <laughs> and thus um, concluded the tale of Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> now, schminchmart. <laughs> I don't know, like, would it be dangerous to go over there by myself? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, we'll save that for after we've gone through uh, the... They're not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. I suppose they can't hear you. I think Bernard would have an understanding of the terror and horror that these guys are living through, but whatever. I mean, yeah, kill them. They're not going to hurt you because they can't move. If you can, kill well, them. If we you don't kill them. You're just going to let them? No, I... we had a different idea. Well, I'm not going to go near them, honestly. I don't, I don't trust, like, stabbing them, because then I feel like I could get brought into that. Yeah, what are you guys thinking? Well, the idea was to cast Spare the Living on them. Mm-hmm. Ooh. At the alive part of their, their Well, they cycle, have to be dead. Right before they die. Well, it doesn't matter. Like, 
it would have to be dead. I, f- I feel like then they would stabilize instead of. I feel like die, even die. when they're most right. alive, they're pretty much dead. Like they're, yeah, that's they're why not you like still talking to you though. Because that's at the point where they're about to die. Mm. We, we, yeah, they cast spare the living on somebody who's already dead. Yeah, 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 you, yeah. You, right, you cast right, it on yeah. them before they die. So that's what I'm thinking. At their peak, they're about to die. So mm. that's when you would want to cast it. So I'm in right. I'm right in thinking that even at when they're like completely back to not decomposing, they're basically dead. Then, like they're not dead, but they're just barely alive. Like they're conscious. They're conscious. I mean, actually, what it comes down to is they're kind of fine because it's basically the, the oh, they're condition just fully... that they were in. Oh, just as the the guy did the thing. I'm just gonna show a little leg here and let you know that was a spell. As the guy cast the spell. Mm-hmm. And, right. and he, you know, the material was sand. And well, yeah, the yeah, result yeah. was not great for these guys. Right. Right. Figured all that so, out. So, <laughs> so is it somebody killed them and somebody put them in a time loop? Same or guy, is that... same thing. Okay. He used some crazy spell. I don't know. I mean... So what's been happening, and this is maybe just me telling you, you guys wouldn't have any way of knowing this. They keep this cycle they're going through the time when they're dead it keeps they keep decomposing in that time so that time keeps getting added to the end so they keep decomposing like that dead time still counts but the alive time doesn't expand i mean eventually there'll be skeletons there'll be dust right but then it reverses it goes back yeah yeah so that's why i'm thinking if you cast spare the living they'll still be caught in the time loop they just won't be dying anymore and then we could deal with the time loop later Two pieces of advice. Don't overthink it. And uh, they were pretty clear with Bernard, who maybe, I don't know what he's going to tell you guys, but this is absolute torture. Yeah, but these guys are guardsmen, right? Yeah. I don't take orders from the man. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm not saying you have to do it. I'm just saying they really want to be dead. I'm a it'd good guy. Nice. I'm going to find the best possible solution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not they saying... may want to die because this sucks, but yeah, I'm just... by the end of this, they're going to be alive. I, right. I feel like they'd like to be dead. But, I mean, if you, wanna, if you can make them what be alive, I just I feel, like, I feel like if they, if they become sentient after this and live in life, <laughs> they're not going to have a great time. But that's fine. I... They're going to have PTSD. Oh, God. Well, that's oh, better than man. being dead. Post-death disorder. Post, yeah, not, ooh. How close are they? They're like 30. Yeah, 30 feet. What's Can I? Huh? What's your range? For what? For spare the living? I have to touch them. Touch oh, attack. Okay. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Which would mean like. Have fun. I'm not going anywhere near like, that. Like, I would be afraid to go inside that loop. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But um, can I do a social experiment? Can I chuck a rock into their yeah. area and see how that affects? Maybe not a rock. Throw a Maybe a living in. thing. Well, not... Yeah. Why so a living can, thing? Because like then we bug. can see if it affects that thing. Like if you walk into the field, if it gets caught in it, or if it wasn't a field, it's just on those four guys. Yeah. Okay. Because mm. I feel like a rock doesn't decompose. <laughs> well, no. It might turn to sand. But even if it's a even if it's a time loop, I want to see if it like keeps on in that trajectory. Mm. Like it just keeps rewinding. All right, try the rock first. Let's do that. <laughs> that would be funny. Like. I'm going to roll or you you roll a a pretty awesome uh, roll. Are you on the ground? Yeah, I'm still 30 feet away. Are you sort of in the the clearing? 
Oh, wait. How did you... You have to be up there with them. No, he no, didn't climb up. I didn't climb I up. Climbed oh, up. Then you don't know what's happening. Or did you use I'm your... Just, you talk to him yeah, yeah, yeah. your mind. Okay. Yeah. All right. I then, assume that anything you say, you would... Okay. I totally buy that. Telepathy um, to me. I just need a, a pretty good dexterity check because throwing a rock from 30 feet into this is, is going to be... Well, I mean, I could walk closer to them. That'd be fine. Yeah. That. that I mean, I'm not trying to expect that I'm throwing it all the way from... All right. All right, so court. then uh, I, w- I will agree that you can get to a distance where the danger and the probability of throwing a rock successfully sort of meet the e- equilibrium, and I will allow you to successfully throw a rock. And the rock passes through the field. It doesn't hit any of them. It just goes through. It went between two of them and passed through. As in, on, it's on not a, affected. It, it had no obvious effect, yeah. Okay. Should I touch him? Oh, man. That's the question. <laughs> I see no problem with it. He sees no problem with it. I'm just terrified of these people. I'm kind of like, I, at this point, Bernard's a little inconsolable. I'm going to slap him again. <laughs> he's Snap out he's of like it. real messed up by this. He just like had a dude die in his head like four times. Again and again. Get a hold like, of telepathically yourself. telepathically was dying right, in so my head. Here's the problems. real problem. They have awareness through the whole cycle. Like, I mean, they die, but... There's clearly some awareness through this whole process. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, because he remembers that he's been there for a while. He yeah. just lost track. So, anyway. Okay. All right, guys. I'm going to do it. All right. Good luck. All right. So, what are, you, what are you doing? I'm going to walk up to one of them. Okay. And at the peak of their restoration. So, at their most live point. I'm going to cast Spare the Dying to try to stabilize him. Okay. Unfortunately, I'm not going to have that do anything because actually in that moment, they're fairly alive. Now, on the plus side, you aren't caught in the time vortex. So that's nice. Okay. I light a a pipe. (laughs) What happened down there? I can't hear you because you're too far away. Oh. I'll go and I'll climb 30 back 30 feet's up. not that far. That's true. Is it? 30 just, feet is like yell. from first to I don't want to yell, though, home. because I don't want to Less alert anybody to our ask. presence. What's that? What? You could relay it. Yeah, relay. What ha- he, Lauren wants to know what's going on. <laughs> I tried to stabilize these guys. So it didn't I work. Mean, could, I didn't, yeah. It wasn't pretty. You could try it. All right, so it didn't work when they're alive, is Ooh. what I'm saying. But... Okay, so... Because it doesn't work on living. like No, it doesn't work on living, but like, I would imagine that they are... I mean, you are... have to be at zero for that to work. Spare the dying? Right, but you're still alive when you're at zero. You're just yeah, out cold. They're, but they're, they're, here's the thing. When they're, when they're on that sort of left side and they're at the awareness point, the point where they're still able to speak, they're not... It's not like they're wounded. So they're wounded. not killed at that point? No. So is there any way he could time it so he finishes the spell... Like when they're a second at after, that. sure, I'd, I'd be happy to have that happen. I mean, that's a that's essentially what I was trying to aim for. All right, who do you do that to? There are four of them. The the captain of the guards is sort of in the front. One of the miners. Okay, uh, you successfully do that. Oh he, man, poor captain. He instantly. Well, no, no, no. Do this you is, do what you're doing. This yeah. is an experiment for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, he asked he asked that you try and save his men first. Yeah, that's true. Because he's a good guy. So they see you, and they are locking eyes with you, and there is a like they they aren't able to speak in in any part of this verbally, 
which is nice that you have the ability, but there is a terror and a pleading in their eyes. And you touch them and you cast that spell and instantly he falls to the ground dead. But dead. Stably dead. Stably oh, wow. dead? Dead dead. Normal oh. dead. And the field is not around him anymore and he's just a dead guy on the ground. Well, I mean, that did accomplish one of the things they yeah. wanted. I mean, either dead or alive. How about just uh, not? And now both. there's there's pleading in the eyes of the other guys. Like, it's clear. My turn. It's clear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're looking for the clipboard they want to sign up. Okay. Well, I'll just go around one by one and save the captain for last. Done. Done. Yeah. All right. And done. So that's four. Okay. Uh, so they're four dead guys. And unfortunately... When the spell is broken, nothing bad happens to you guys. But uh, they they end up at that far stage of decay. Well, so okay. they're they're months dead. What about their yeah, deer? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I was going to say. Well, yeah. it's pretty gross, but they've they've got. I mean, do you want to? You're up on a tower. Hey, you grab, no, but I can climb. climb I'm down. Tele- okay. telepathically. Hey, grab their grab their stuff. <laughs> Grab their stuff. Yeah, well, grab their stuff. What do they have, really? Uh, well, they have. I'm staying uh, up. I'm staying up there. Packs with uh, food. Ugh, in them. Oh, um, dead food. Well, well they're rations, though. Rations. I'm going to describe it generously as spoiled. Between the months in the wood and the being pressed next to a decaying body. Over and over and over again. Yeah, for a million times. That's not any good. They have some low-quality knives. There's some swords. They don't really have all that much in the way of gear. They what kind of swords? Sort of a bastard sword. Ooh. But of no particular quality. And once again, it's possible that you could uh, polish this up, sharpen this up. But uh, it has been exposed to what I'm going to, once again, stop at describing as fluids. Oh, man. So. Well, that was disappointing. Is there a road we can stand on? <laughs> <laughs> Where's a road when you need one? So you have let them go. The field is dispelled. And there you have it. So, yeah, four swords, a handful of coppers. Uh, actually, to, to be accurate, um, I've got it written down right here. I'm not rolling dice. Oh, there uh, there. <laughs> There are about 95 coppers worth of hmm. currency. Oh, that's good. I need some of that for spells. <sighs> I need coppers. Okay. Go, go, go. Other than that, they had armor that it was leather, and it's not, it's not good. It's a bad scene. Yeah. It's a bad scene. All right. Well, that was worthless. <laughs> I'm going to walk down the hall or, the, you know, investigate. Are we back inside? Because I'm still up there. I never climbed down. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So I'm just yeah. going to investigate. Well, well, I, well, did Raven get back up yet? Did you? I don't think you've climbed yet, have you? No. You're climbing up. And Raven, I think Raven's got four new swords. Yeah. No. Actually, um, I'm not taking any of it. Okay. Oh. Out of respect. Fair enough. Nice. When we're done here, we'll dig him a grave. That wouldn't be the worst. And then I'll climb back up to you guys. All right, Raven's on the ground. Yep. Bernard is on that kicking, his, kicking his legs yep. over the... Smoking a pipe. <laughs> Smoking a pipe. Stress, stress smoke. <laughs> and Larn is going down the... Or are you going into the building? Yes. We haven't discussed anything about what the inside of the building's like. I'm just going to no. sneak in and look around. So, uh, once again, this is, in fact, about 20 meters in diameter. It's a large structure. And it turns out that as you open the door... Uh, I need you to make an easy roll, and it's going to be charisma-based. 
Okay. All right, so roll 20 cider. 11 plus 2 is right, 13. You make it, but you have a you have a bad fright. That was a bejeebers check. Your bejeebers uh, are still inside you. Okay, thank you. Here's the, here's the thing. You open the door, and as you're going in, you think you see someone coming at you. There's a large mirror. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, scary sight. But, but, yeah, really, it scared the bejeebers out of you. And what you see beside that is that there is a hallway going off either way, to the right and to the left, hugging the wall. And it's, you know, maybe six or seven feet wide. So that's what you see. Okay. Hmm. I feel like we're just going to sit and stand where we are. I'm going to sneak along to the right. <laughs> this might be a very lard heavy scene. <laughs> it might be. So you sneak along and sneak along. And as you get to two-thirds of that side, um, you actually come across stairs. Are you just doing this with your dwarven night vision? Yeah. Great. So, yeah, there's stairs in front of you. And they also hug the curve of the, the building. All right, I'm going to go back and tell them to come with me. Okay. Okay. Um, I smoke in here? <laughs> go for it. <laughs> All right. I didn't see there any signs. There is not a sign in there that says no smoking. All right. There is a no handgun sign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, what's a gun? <laughs> <laughs> no, it actually says no ham gun. G-U-N-N. It's the name of uh, one of the... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. There is no such sign. No crossbow sign. (laughs) Oh, God. All right. Let's leave the crossbow outside. Actually, the crossbows are implied because they have the crossbow slits. We're criminals. We don't follow rules. Oh, right, right, right. All right. I forgot. Okay. So you invite them to come with you. Do you accept the invitation, Raven? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I decline. I've got something to do that day. (laughs) I just wanted to. uh, I wanted to break the mirror and take a piece of the shard. I like it. I like Ooh. it. It's very so. How do you do that? Mm, hit it with the mace. I like it. Interestingly, the mirror is made of a highly polished metal. Oh, and uh, it. I mean, you don't have great night vision, no. and it is it is fully nighttime now. It is night, and um, you can't tell that there was any effect made at all by your hitting it with that. Okay, make it glow. The whole mirror. Yeah, I yeah, imagine yeah. it's like Blinding. a huge mirror. Okay, wait, don't do that. <laughs> Make something glow, right? Yeah, I want to. Dark. For Make my your shoes glow. Yeah. Because then you're lighting up the floor so you can see if there's any traps on the floor. Lights up everything else. I mean, it's still a 20 foot radius, so I could still yeah. see it. True. Um, I don't know. What's cool around? What can I grab? <gasps> wait, make your mace glow. Okay, I'll make my mace glow. There you go. All right, glowing mace. What color? What um, color? It's going to be green. Okay, green it is. Green it is. So you go in with your glowing mace, and what do you do? Go up the stairs. All right, so you go around to the right again, mm-hmm. up the stairs. When you get to the top of the stairs, there's a door that looks very similar to the one downstairs. It actually, down to the same metalwork, including the eagle symbol, the size seems the same, and... It would seem to swing in. Let's check it for traps. Okay, give it a roll. <laughs> I got a uh, six. Okay, you check it for traps by like maybe scratching your back or <laughs> I don't know. You want to take a look? You, you don't probably dis- got better perception. You don't discern than any traps. Perception? Not really. Yeah. Well, you could roll a twenty. I got a three. All right, none of you. With any of those results, find any traps. Okay. All right, I'm just going to push it open. 
Okay. You push it open and it is unusually dark. Even with the light spell? Even with the light spell, even with your night vision, it's unusually dark. This seems like magic, guys. <laughs> I'm going to walk right in. Okay. Because okay. right. at this point, might as well. <laughs> Whatever. We're already here. You walk right in. What do you guys do? I'm going to wait at the door. It's fine. Raven? Raven going in. I'm going to wait also. Draw <laughs> my axe. All right. Uh, you walk in, and this door, like the front door, and I don't know if I mentioned this, they both swing shut. As, as you walk away from them, they swing shut. This one swings shut. I probably should have mentioned that at the front door. So we're so, right outside the door that just swung shut, so yeah, we could... Um, I, I just try to open it again. Pushes open fine. Oh, it's fine. It's oh, fine. So, no problem. So it's just, it's just a trick door. But it yeah. does. It does. And, and when you were at the front door, you noticed this. Do you want to have done anything to the front door? Nah. No, we okay. can leave it closed. Because it's clear that it swings freely. Yeah. Okay. All right, Marty, you go through, and uh, you push open the door, and you walk through, and can you roll a d20? Oh, my God. Three. All right. Um, do you, do have, you your, have, do have your stat sheet? Yes, I do. What do you need to know? Uh, how many bejeebers do you have? You you lose you lose two bejeebers because there's a person walking out. Although you realize it's that same darn mirror, you just walked in through the door at the bottom, as far as you can tell. I was about to oh. say, can I turn around and open the door and look out? What do I see? Oh, you see out into the woods. Okay, I want to walk to the left. Okay, you walk to the left. So we're just out there. You should. All right, uh, what are you doing? I... If you remember, I modified the use of the ability that allows you to talk through each other's minds. So I like it's perfectly oh. reasonable to me that I think... you would be trying to communicate with him. Yeah. All right. Well, then I'm going to say, "Hey, go through that door." All right. <laughs> okay. All right. We should be good. All, All right. right. Let's just go through. All, All right. right. Would be better if you like shouted up from downstairs. <laughs> and, like, what the and you guys, uh, I should make you roll checks too. Roll twenty cider. Six. One. Oh, oh no. Oh, so no. you got bejeebered. Yeah, I'm afraid uh, Bernard loses one bejeeber and you lose two uh, Raven because you see two people. <laughs> There's a guy walking at you, and there's a guy just standing there. But it turns out it's yourselves in the mirror. I'm going to turn like, hey, look out that door. <laughs> All right. All right. We figure out that there's some shenanigans going on with that right door. Do you guys look out the door? Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm going to go to the left. Um, right. At this point, I want to prop that door open. Okay. That's fine. And then Marty's going to the left. You guys. Going back up the stairs. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go to the left. Yeah. Okay. And would you believe that where the stairs started before, on the other side, at what would appear to be the same relative position, there's another set of stairs? Up or down? Up. I'm going to go up them. Would you believe that there's a door that looks <laughs> a lot like the front door there? I would believe that. Okay. I'm going to open that door. All right. That's fine. What do I see inside before I go through? It's unusually dark. <laughs> oh, God. All right. At this point, Princess Muffin comes in. <laughs> she rolled a 17 climb. It took her a while, <laughs> even with the 17. I'm going to take one of the 1,000 ball bearings that I have in my adventurer's pack. Okay. And I'm going to 
toss it in. Okay. I'm going to wait until I hear anything. Do I hear anything? You hear a roll like the stop. Okay. Now I'm going to go back down the stairs and take a look and see if I see it. Okay. Uh, the door is closed at the bottom of the stairs, and there's a ball bearing there. Mm. Mm. But your bejeebers are completely intact. <laughs> All right, are you still at the bottom of the stairs? I have an idea. You're in the front of the thing? I'm going to walk through expecting to see myself in the mirror. <laughs> are you walk through? Yeah, I'm going to walk through. The... Guess right. what? Yeah. You have steeled yourself such yeah. that oh, I got this. when you see the guy coming at you, unfortunately, roll a d20. That's a six. A six. Uh, you slip on a ball bearing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, luckily, uh, you don't take any damage. I'm going to pick up my ball bearing after he almost breaks his neck, put it back away, okay. and say, I have an idea. Ooh, I like it. All right, what's your idea? All right. You go up the stairs to the left. You go up the stairs to the right. I'm going to stand right here. I'm going to hold the bottom door open, and okay. I want the two of them to open those doors. All right. And each one of us peer into the door. All right. Like, stick our head through I and like see it. what happens. Okay. All right. On the okay. count of three. All right. One, two, two three. three. All right. So Heads go through. You poke your head in through the door. You see outside. Okay. You guys poke your heads through. It's unusually dark. Mm. All right. All right. New idea. <laughs> yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. You guys come back downstairs. Uh-huh. <laughs> I walk through the door and steal myself. <laughs> <for> the <laughs> okay. This time you're fine. You're just fine. How did I come through? Did you see me walk through that? What happened? Interestingly, yeah. yeah, you just walk through the door. Like, I didn't see you outside, but you just came through the doorway. All right. I'm going to uh, touch the mirror with my hand and see what happens. It It is a very solid, as we said, it's a piece of uh, metal. Of metal. So I can't, like, step through it. No. No. Oh, I'm at a loss, guys. You're the magic ones. What else is in this room? Nothing. Stone walls. Stone and a mirror. ceiling. Stone floor. Mirror. Mirror. On the wall. Light from from a mace. Is the mirror like the mirror like portable? No, it definitely uh it has the every appearance of something that's hard mounted to the wall. And I didn't bring my screwdrivers. (laughs) But I did bring a crowbar. Mm -hmm. Right there. Okay. We pry it off the wall. (laughs) We really need it. I'm going to walk up to the right, hmm. and I'm going to walk backwards through the door. Okay. Let's see if that works. All right. What happens? You are standing in a room, in a different room that you've never been in before. Whoa. Nice. Ooh. I guys, I walk backwards. Try, I was going to try and pull the, the mirror like it's a door. In this room, it's the same round shape, and it's about 20 meters across, and... There's a large gap, and there are a couple of statues on the other side of guards with crossbows holding them sort of kind of at attention. Those are the statues? The statues are holding Mm -hmm. crossbows, but they're made of stone. Yeah. That doesn't mean anything to me. (laughs) Well, it doesn't mean anything at all to you because you're not in that room. You guys walk backwards through the door. They can can hear you. Yeah. Through your mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You should call Gordita. Well, how's he going to get in here? He can just fly. He can fly backwards. Oh, man. Nah, I like Gortu. He, he's good for a while. I'll call him later. 
there's every possibility that uh, Gortu could get through one of the arrow slits. Yeah. Uh, because actually, I didn't mention this, but if you look at a crossbow arrow slit, they actually do have a circular opening at the bottom. And pseudo dragons have the capacity that many lizards would have to fit through improbably small spaces. Slink on through to the other side. It's entirely possible. So, yes, it is you, probably a 15-foot chasm, the two statues, and behind the statues there is a door which has a light grain, but it's uh, also banded with metal. And there it is. Okay. Behind you there are two doors. Their hinges are in the room with you. So they're the doors that you came in through. As I said, the same size as the the front door, about 10 feet tall, about 5 feet wide. Okay. Mm -hmm. And do you guys join? Yeah, I'm going to come up. I right. walk through the door backwards. There's two different doors, right? There's the one on the right and the one on the right, left. Yeah. You went up the right or Yeah, left? right. When you come through that, you're facing... The rest of the room? It's as though you had walked through the door and right in front Forward. of you, you know, maybe 10 feet in front of you, wide enough that they can both swing open, so I guess at least 10 feet, is the, the other door. It's as though you just walked through. This is what you would expect to have seen when you were looking through and it was unusually dark. Oh. It's, it's as though everything was normal. Okay. This is weird. Okay. This is weird. So are you going to go well, on we the right door or the left door? I went in the right. Can I go in the left? Sure. Both of you do that, and it takes Same you thing. Just, you come through, once again, it's just as though you had walked through it normally. Okay. So you're up there, and you're in this room. And they'll stay up there until we rejoin them in two weeks' time. It would mean the world to us if you take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review us on your podcatcher of choice. And don't be afraid to reach out. Once again, we're at Drygcast on Twitter. Our email is drygcast at rattleboxgames.com. And we're on the web at rattleboxgames.com slash drygcast. Now enjoy a taste of what's coming next to tide you over. And thanks again for listening. What do you do now? We just stay here. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm just going to stay here. I'm going to take a nap. Well, but, so you guys, are, all right, you're fully rested, yeah. ready to go. What's what's your move? I think I'm going to take a really long bath with some rose petals. Yeah, I'm just going to... And a nice Chianti. Guys, what about the adventure? I got a nice book. Uh, I'm going to write some poetry to see it. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. I'm Brendan Riley, the host of Install from Heap a bi-weekly Netrunner podcast from Rattlebox Games about jank, deck building, and cyberpunk nonsense. If you know what that is, you'll love it. And if you don't, come on over and give it a try. Brought to you by Rattlebox Games.